script that, too, was a deviation from Esquanset's style. Uneasy, Suzanne held the envelope for a moment, thinking that something had been going on with Natalie the last few times they talked. Her words had been optimistic ones, focusing on how Esquanset was recovering from Alexander's death, but she had seemed troubled. More than once, Suzanne sensed there was something Natalie wasn't saying— and since Suzanne didn't want to be involved in vineyard business, she didn't prod. She simply decided that being troubled was part of the mourning process. Suddenly now, she wondered if there was a connection between this envelope and that tension. Opening the flap, she pulled a matching yellow card from inside. Please join us for a celebration of our wedding, Labor Day Sunday at 4 p.m. The Great House... Asquonset Vineyard and Winery, Natalie Sebring, and Carl Burke. Suzanne frowned. She read the words again. Wedding? Stunned, she read the invitation a third time, but the words didn't change. Natalie remarrying? It didn't make sense. Natalie marrying Carl? That made even less sense. Carl Burke had been the vineyard manager for 35 years. He was an employee, an earthy man of meager means, nowhere near on a par with Alexander Sebring, Suzanne's father, Natalie's husband of 58 years, dead barely six months. Oh, yes, Suzanne knew that Carl had been a big help to Natalie in the last few months. Natalie mentioned him often, more often of late. But talking about the man was one thing. Marrying him was something else entirely. Was this a joke? Not likely. Even if Natalie were a comic, which she wasn't, she wouldn't do anything as tasteless as this. Suzanne turned the card over, looking for a word of explanation from her mother, but there was none. Reading the words a fourth time, having no choice but to take them as real— she was deeply hurt. Mothers didn't do things like this, she told herself. They didn't break momentous news to their daughters in a formal invitation, not unless they were estranged, and Natalie and Suzanne weren't. They talked on the phone once a week. They saw each other every month or so. Granted, they didn't confide in each other. That wasn't the nature of their relationship. But even in spite of that, it didn't make sense to Suzanne that Natalie wouldn't have forewarned her about Carl, unless Natalie had forewarned her in her own evasive way through those frequent mentions of Carl. Perhaps Suzanne had missed that, but she certainly hadn't missed mention of a wedding. There hadn't been one. For all outward purposes, Natalie was still in mourning. Suzanne read the invitation a final time, Still stunned, still disbelieving, she picked up the phone. In the foyer of a small brick colonial in Washington, D.C.'s Woodley Park, a yellow envelope, identical to the one his sister had received, lay in the heap on the floor under the mail slot when Greg Sebring arrived home that same afternoon. He didn't see it at first. All he saw was the heap itself, which was far too big to represent a single day's mail, he had been gone for three. He guessed he was looking at mail from all three, but where was his wife? Jill, he called. 
Loosening his tie, he went looking. She wasn't in the living room, kitchen, or den. He went up the stairs, but the two bedrooms there were empty too. Confused, he stood at the top of the banister and tried to recall whether she had anything planned. If so, she hadn't told him. Not that they'd talked during his trip. He'd been on the go the whole time, leaving the hotel early and returning late, too talked out to pick up the phone. He had felt really good about catching an early plane home. He had thought she would be pleased. Pleased, indeed, she wasn't even here. He should have called. But hell, she hadn't called him either. Feeling suddenly exhausted, he went down the stairs for his bag. As soon as he lifted it, though, he set it back down and, taking only his laptop, scooped up the mail. Again, it seemed like too much. He wondered if Jill had gone to see her mother. She had been considering that for a while.